Also joining us is Coach Larry Baker, who is a high school girls basketball coach. First question is, have you, have you ever seen a parent arrested or escorted from a game or kicked out of a game or kicked away or out of the school? And, and if so, what happened? Um, yes, I have seen that. Um, one particular parent had been, uh, it was a basketball parent of mine. He had been, uh, riding the referees pretty tough. Uh, he was only like about three rows up from the back of our bench. Uh, his son was a high school sophomore at the time. and was, uh, perceivably embarrassed by the moment, but you know, he kind of knew it was going to come because I think it had happened in a couple of AAU events before where his dad had been escorted or kicked out of the game by a referee. And so this, this just got to be too much. And the referees went ahead and said, this guy's got to go. Athletic directors went up to help kind of say, Hey, you know, you know, we got to we get, we got to honor what the referees are saying. We're going to go ahead and get you out the gym type of thing. So it was kind of crazy, um, kind of a distraction, but uh, definitely not what we wanted as coaches. And for that young man, like I said, I still communicate with him to this day. He was he's embarrassed by that moment, you know, and that was 10, 12 years ago. So, okay. yeah. All right. So you're you're a coach and you've probably been involved for in sports for quite a, you know, for a long oh, time. Yes. You you probably hear chirping from parents and to probably you the to the players to the referees you probably hear that all the time. Mm-hmm. Why do you why do you think that there's a lot of hostility or why why do you think there's a lot of hostile parents at youth sports games? Um, I think you just have to put it in perspective. I mean. Um... I kind of get the energy and the passion that goes behind seeing your child perform and seeing your child uh, possibly being wrong, you know, have harm come to them or wrongdoing or uh, disadvantage applied to them by another adult, whether it be the coach or the referee or what have you. Uh, It's, it's a big time protect my investment, protect my, uh, my asset mentality. I think that's the biggest part because a lot of parents know that the, the possibility of their child excelling in a sport can really change their whole landscape. And I think that's something that just goes to the irrational side of how someone performs and maintains their behavior in certain situations with emotions and all that going in. And it, it can make them irate. It can make them irrational. It can make them uh be off of their square and not be as professional, uh, depending on that person. But I think it's more along the lines of protect my asset, protect my investment as uh, this is my child and I want them to have the best opportunity. And if they're in the midst of seeing that not happen, they, they go adversely. So it's, it's, I think that's where I would, you know, root a lot of that energy from, uh, from what I've seen, uh, the ones that really get out, uh, get out there and get irate like that. Okay. All right. Great. Um, from your perspective, being a coach, what, what is it about that makes it a problem for you and your players? Like, why is it a problem? Why, what is the biggest problem when you see it that affects you and your players? Well, I mean, mainly it's just rational or not, uh, 
understanding both sides of it. Uh, another adult is being put in charge of your child in that situation. You, the parent in that scenario, are not coaching or not handling the game or what have you. So you should not put yourself in a position where your child has to be impacted by your behavior. So, you know, they're always stressed that there's a time and a place to discuss game stuff and it's not right after the game and that type of thing or during the game or halftime. Like, don't try to catch me as the coach to talk about stuff going on. We definitely always want to, you know, talk to parents about keeping the referees at bay, not even worrying about that, just focusing on the team and the success. But, you know, as a as an adult, trying to lead another group of young people you need their full attention and if they're distracted by your antics and your your emotions then that can impact how they perceive the game and how they perform in the game and so that's my biggest takeaway when talking to parents preseason about these things or or even situations that might come up during the season where you just got to address it it's like look I need their attention I need their focus so we can try and get this done and the application was available for you to apply for this job. <laughs> you know, you, that's awesome. Yeah. I love, I love you that line. Full, that's a great line. Full, you have full opportunity to to possibly get into this as a lay coach or whatever. And there's no shortage in the need of teachers. Like you're welcome to go take your bachelor's degree and convert <laughs> it over. Like, come on and do this thing if you feel like you know you can have a different. When it comes to the coaching part, and then just for riding referees is like you know let us handle that we have a diplomatic way which you know we have some rapport we might know these guys we see these guys often like we could possibly pull some leverage to get them to focus on some things in the game that we need attention to without you edging them on emotionally so uh those are conversations i've actually had to have and so it's it's like you know let's let's try and find a medium to where i can uh coach your athlete and then uh, also handle the game and then also be diplomatic to you all as fans and supporters of the team. You know, let's find that medium to where we're not putting ourselves as that team that just is cantankerous with everybody. So that's that's kind of my approach, you know, definitely preseason in, in situations like that with parents. So, OK. All right. So from you, just your thoughts and your opinions, do you think that. It's just sports that we're seeing a lot of aggression that we see a lot of this going on. Or do you think this is just like society as a whole? Do you think do you feel like we're we're getting angry and angrier or do you think it's just social media kind of making it's, it look that way? <laughs> uh, I think that's it. It's like. Our aspect of how we experience life is a shared spotlight and we're like all fighting for this spotlight. Uh, we all we all can have our own personal platforms for our opinions and ideas to where we think that people really care what we have to say or, or, or you know, or what we're about or what our image and our persona is. And I think when all that builds up into having an athlete that might just have a chance and wanting them to have their best opportunity and, you know, this kind of me, me, me part of our uh, our of our psyche in, in our current society, I think it it does play a role in that tightening our emotional responses, which can mean anger. And so, you know, you want to think it's sports, but just so many different avenues it comes out. Uh, yeah. 
to to be an issue as well. So, um, yeah, I think it's more so about the me, me, me part uh, that social media influences and just our 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 sense of self is so much perceived to be in the public eye that we want to present a certain way or come off a certain way. And sometimes in order to protect that, it becomes like an emotional defensive response of, of how things are. So I think, you know, those things have a, a kind of combo effect on that. Okay. All right. So where do you, as a coach, where do you draw the, or maybe even as a parent, I don't know, you could have yeah. at, athletes yourself in your family. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so just as both, you know, just from you, where do you where do you draw the line between a parent trying to be supportive of their kid and a parent that's being disruptive? Well, the disruptive part comes from being not understanding that it's not just about your your child or it's not just about you. Uh, you are representing a organization or a school by the way that you act, you're going to get pigeonholed in this is how this school's parents are, which now affects a whole bigger landscape of people because you're not presenting that. So I've always said we have to err on the side of dignity and and uh, diplomatic reform. Like we have to come off a certain way so that we can get the job done. We don't want to be the team that comes in whoops up on teams or really does well, but then gets chastised because our parents are arrogant and our players are arrogant and all of those things like that. I've always told players and parents that that stuff matters. And whether you want to pay attention to it or not, that's your, that's your prerogative. But me trying to be a representative and ambassador for our school or our program, we have to have a certain way. And so I've always drawn the line at any defaming of coaches, any defaming of, of referees. I was going to have a personal conversation with that if it, if it was brought to light. A lot of times I'm wrapped up into the game or I try to be, um, you know, focused in the game and some of the stuff that happens in the stands, I don't always see or don't always know, but I'll hear about it. And then <laughs> we have to address it. Because, again, it's about the persona. And if families haven't understood what that's about, we've we've dismissed players because of it going to an extra degree and just being too much of a disruption and having to come to that uh, to that conversation about, look, you are making this difficult with the way that you approach this. You're not trusting our ability to coach. You're not trusting it, uh, the other adults involved to do their job like this is not going to work. Um, so it's my whole thing is don't undermine the coach. Don't undermine the program that we represent, uh, in the midst of, uh, of your emotions. And so that's where my line is drawn, whatever comes to that, uh, that level or whatever reaches that, that, that point like that, that's where we have to say, no, nah, this is, this is something we got to, uh, really okay. subside. So. Okay. All right. So, um, what, from what you've seen or even just your own opinion, mm -hmm. what, what can a parent do if they know they have anger problems, but want to be there to support their kids? Um, I think they just really have to focus on the team aspect and really try to do that. Or if they know it's a certain game or a certain rivalry or a certain situation that, just may get them to that point. Maybe they take a break, <laughs> uh, you know, 
<laughs> only watch part of the game or hey, maybe I'm going to listen to the game on the radio. Like if it's a high school game or something, you can listen to it on the radio, out in the car. Like, I, you know, you're there to support. You brought your child. But if you know I'm going to get <laughs> too riled up in this scenario and I don't want my kid to uh, to be the the negative beneficiary of that, then so, then so be it. But, I mean, it's difficult. Um, the best you can do is just to, as a coaching staff, is to have those conversations with parents, continue to reiterate that, to give them that opportunity to reflect on whether they can be in their best light or not. Um, I think it's important from a from a program standpoint. It doesn't matter if it's grassroots, AAU, school, et cetera. Have conversations with parents about what you expect of them so they can have some expectations of you and then model your behavior uh, in the way that you want your family to be. Because, you know, there are situations that I obviously could get irate about in the game, but I'm not reacting that way. So it's like I want my players and I want my family, so to speak, to see my poise and match my energy. And so I think that's another big example that a coach can have. If, if he shows control and shows emotional, you know, balance and stability in those situations, then it can affect the way that the fans, supporters, and players do the same. So, Okay. All right. I have w- one more question. And it's kind, okay. of a lo- it's kind of a loaded question, but this is just from you. This is your own – this is your opinion. Okay. What do you think – Everyone sometimes not maybe not everyone, maybe just some people, some people, some people just need to be reminded. What is something that everyone sometimes or some people needs needs to be reminded of about youth sports? It's for fun. <laughs> it's for fun. And they are children. <laughs> uh, you know, even with the outset of some very specific opportunities that might exist for middle schoolers with name image and Nike likeness stuff or high school amateur stuff that can be affected no matter the sport there's a lot of different ways for an individual to stand out and possibly be treated like a professional uh, early on in their sport but at the end of the day they are minors playing a game that is supposed to be fun and so when all of those things get mixed up and then we're not at the at the root of what we're here for we're here for children to play and and lessons they can learn and teamwork and all that kind of thing and have fun uh it's just not fun when negative energy from uh families are coming at coaches or referees or even players it's just not fun that way yeah And, and it does drive a lot of kids out of sports um depending on the situation, whether that whether that over-intensity is happening in a game or if it's happening in training sessions and things like that that coaches don't get to see. When a player is, is paired up with a parent who has a lot of tremendous pressure on them, you see it in the way that they perform and you see them not having fun with it. And we just can't get lost in that. So I think it's important to protect that part of it and, and uh, always remind ourselves that it's, it's, it's kids and it's for fun. So, 